Hello, hello. It is Tuesday, which means it's Book Club Day and the Grand Life Network. And if you don't know, this is a time where women come together and read mind-elevating books together, which is so important because we do so many things together, whether it's breaking bread, making money, hitting the town, um, talking about business, talking about families. There's so many things us as women have to balance. Um, and one of those things that we as women do is also try to pour into others, right? So um, the Grand Life Network is really just a place for women to do just that. Share what they are learning and all the different things that they're doing, whether that's motherhood, teaching their kids, cooking dinner, running a business, setting goals, just anything um, that they are doing. We're creating a network of other women where we can come together, talk about our goals, and also support those goals with real action, really supporting each other, um, and also by doing things like reading books together, right? And so we also are doing um, reading mind-elevating books. So not just your typical book, but books that are really going to empower us and give us tools on our tool belt that will help us to be successful. Um, and we do have a lot of changes coming up with this next season uh, that we'll be doing for the book club. So next month, we will actually start doing our book clubs on live. So every Tuesday at 6 o'clock Pacific time, 9 o'clock Eastern time, you can actually tune in to Twitch or YouTube and watch this live with us. So make sure you be on the lookout for that because we have a lot in store um, with how we'll be coming down the pipeline with that. Um, so many more amazing books. Right now, um, Mimi and I are kind of doing like every other month where I have a book, she'll have a book. And as more people join our book club, then others will get to choose a book as well that they think will share awesome gems that everybody can benefit from. So let's dive right into our book for this month, which is The, Stra the Strangest Secret. And this is by Earl Nightingale. Now, first and foremost, you guys know me. I am like a book geek for things like names and the uh, um, forward. And like, I want to talk about the table of contents, how the book is structured, just everything about it. Because I know, y'all know when we took English back in the day, all that stuff mattered, right? So even today when uh, Mimi and I was talking about the book and she's like, is it really short? Is it really short? And I'm like, yeah, it, it is really short. You know, even the Audible, it's only but 40 minutes. And the one that I got on Audible was actually like an hour and 40 minutes. And it's because like chapter two has completely nothing to do with the actual um, book. It's just the the actual reading itself is only about 45 minutes but why i love this book so much especially after listening to it is the message a lot of times you know we hear things we hear things but you have to hear things in a certain way that makes it click for you so i'm all for hearing things until it does click and i think that is exactly what this book did and i think that's why even the title the strangest secret right as earl was getting into this book he even mentioned you know how it's not really a secret but these things are secret because it's not something that we talk about often so being able to talk about this book during our book club, I'm very excited about. And let's dive right in. So first question, do you have a dream that you have yet to fulfill? 
it makes you think like oh wait i do got some dreams that i have yet to fulfill right right now think about it in the very beginning of this speech one of the things earl really went into was the percent of people that have these dreams and he gave an example look at a hundred men and look at them at the age of 25 and then look at those same 100 men at when they're at 55 and only 5% of those men will actually have been successful and have actually reached those dreams that they told you about when they're 25. And if you think about it, when you ask those 25 year olds about those dreams, they're usually energized and there's like a very slim doubt in their mind that they won't achieve those dreams, right? You ask any 25 year old what they're trying to do in life and they will seem ambitious and almost excited and energized to go after those goals. Yet 30 years can pass and only a few, 5% of them have actually conquered those dreams. What is the difference, right? What is the difference between the people and what they have tended to do versus those um, that have actually accomplished what they wanted to do. Well, we have to talk about how we measure that, right? So looking at those people, how do we even understand success? What is success? And I think this quote here that I put from out of the book was just a great way to put to say success because I had never heard it in this way. So Earl says, success is the progression, realization, of a worthy ideal and so think about that again success is the progression realization of a worthy ideal so it's literally working towards an idea that's success if you are working towards an idea then you are successful not when you get to the finish line not when you've made x amount of dollars not when you got a house that's x amount of square feet but once you have started working towards an idea that makes you successful and so why is that important well now we can go into some of the things that would be contrary so one of the things that he starts to talk about is how the opposite of courage is conformity and when you think about look at our society today look how much people in our society today are conforming they're conforming the way they look now altering their body in so many different ways so that they can all look the same at first it started out just maybe breasts back in the day and that was super taboo until it became cool and then it was the face and the lift and the botox and then that became cool and then it was the buttocks and then that became cool and now i was just watching one of these rappers who done had a brazilian butt lip and he's trying to make that cool you know and it's like again think about it though because it starts with those kind of seeds and oh if that one person says this is cool all it takes is for a few other people to be willing to conform to that as well and say, oh yeah, that is cool actually to go and take some fat from one place and put it in another or, or get it all right, doc, as, as he said, kind of thing. That changing that mindset and being willing to conform, 
that's a lot easier than having the courage to stay in your own lane and do your own thing when everybody else is going to the same doctor and you having the courage to stay with what you believe that is true courage and that's why again when you decide to stay in that lane that is again when you are on that path of success right again these are the different ways that we can start to measure success and why i even wanted to note this because it's all about mindset this was a 45 minute impactful speech all about mindset and again hearing those things that you may have heard before that didn't click but when you hear this now it's going to strengthen that mindset and and like re-empower you almost right get you out of like oh I don't want to be like that percent that's conforming because again one of the other statements that Earl made in here is as soon as you decide as soon as you set a goal and you start working towards that goal that automatically puts you in that five percent that's working towards something in life that's not like the other 95 percent that's willing to conform and willing to sacrifice their life purpose and what they know they're out here supposed to be doing just to appease the rest so you know just by believing in that puts you in that pocket and so just kind of moving along here um so why why do people conform well they believe their lives are controlled from an outside source he also gave an example by saying you know if you ask most people why they wake up and go to work you know the next morning most people are going to say oh because everybody does it right because yeah we all have bills sure but a lot of people have bills and try to find other ways to try to pay those bills. But 95% of people will wake up early at whatever time they got to and go clock in because 95% of people do that. And it's been shown that that's one of the easier routes to go about it, right? So again, these outside sources are controlling you and why you're conforming. And it's so true because um, thinking about it now, I know we're living through this pandemic here. And I know somebody who, um, you know, ended up getting, um, you know, the shot and everything because of how their job was taking out money in order to get tested. And it just makes you think about how many people were forced to conform their beliefs because their job made them or different things that they wanted them, you know. And so when you think about how important the power of not conforming is, think about it in those drastic measures and even the simplest because you start to learn that the small things add up as well when it comes down to what you're willing to sacrifice. So again, it comes down to having that goal and setting that goal and saying, I'm not going to be conforming. I'm not going to be sacrificing. And at this time, that's what you're going to be working towards. So once we um, kind of continue again to go through this powerful um, speech, and that's really what it is, it's a speech, you will again start to hear the mind, the mind. That's one of these big secrets that he keeps talking about is you become what you think. That's, that's the big secret on how to get become successful is you become what you think about. And again, think about how many times we have heard something like that. 
and so many different versions. It was so great when he was talking about it. Um, and I actually should have snapped it here. Maybe next chat I'll actually um, play that recording. But just so many different quotes of so many different philosophers, um, different time periods, all saying that same thing along the lines of how powerful our minds are. How powerful our minds are and how we can become what we think. And we're going we gonna to get into how powerful that our minds are. But before we even go into that, again, we have to talk back about our goals. Because that is what this difference is. So again, with understanding how powerful our mind is, knowing that, the next thing that has to come is goals. Because again, with us having goals and purpose... That's what makes us that different 5% by having a purpose every day. And um, we're actually going to be doing a 30-day challenge or a 30-day test that we're going to uh, highlight at the end of our conversation here today that was a part of this speech. So I'm very excited to kind of get into that. But when we think about goals, right, he gave a great example. And he says, think about a ship. Now think about this ship leaving the harbor, if it has goals and a captain and a crew, everyone knows how to get there. Now, if you got goals, you got your map, your captain, your crew, and you, you done fueled up, everybody knows what they're supposed to do. When they leave the harbor, the chances are they're going to make it to their destination, right? Everybody know what they're supposed to do. Everybody got the backup plan, emergency plan. They know what everybody has to do in order for them to reach their destination. Now, imagine a ship, another ship. Now, this one has no aiming point, no destination, no captain, no crew. Now, if that ship gets out the harbor, what do we think is going to happen to it? Nine times out of ten, it's going to sink or crash into something. We've seen what happened to the Titanic. That big old ship, it crashed into an iceberg and took everybody out. Okay? And they had a destination and a crew. Now, imagine a, sh a ship that didn't have any of that and just leaves the harbor afloat. We, we can assume that that's not going to make it anywhere. That's going to be ideal it's not going to end up in an ideal situation you know and so when you start thinking about that that hit me because i had lived a lot of my life kind of just going with the flow right just oh if this happens then i know how to handle it and i'm good at being adaptable and going with the flow from that but when you change gears and you say no i'm going to set the flow I'm going to take note of when the current is going to be high, what the tide is going to be like, and prepare for that voyage, how then you are in control of your life, and how much more you can pre be prepared for the, the tides that are coming, right, and the storms that will be coming, because you've been prepared for that. And so when you think about your life and your goals as these ships leaving that, you know, look at each goal as a ship leaving that harbor, give it a destination, give it a crew, give it everything that's going to make that goal successful. And then at that point, you won't have any doubt or, or fear. And that is the key to success. Again, failure, right? That's a part of success. But even understanding that Failure isn't the end of it because you are still on track to that destination. As long as you are on track, again, that's what's always going to be reminding you like, hey, 
every day you wake up, I'm I'm still on track. I'm still headed in the right direction. So, and we've talked about that quote before, you know, living like um, there is no failure, right? Living like um, even if you fail, that's not the end of the world. And that's something we talked about during our last book. So that was, again, again, one of those amazing things to think about when it comes to our goals, because goals are so important to us. And then so also let's get back to our powerful mind, because we, we talked about goals many, many times. That's why I don't want to harp on that too much. But again, think about the mind, because, again, we just talked about how powerful the mind is. And again, this is something we've said many, many, many times. Even I'm saying it now, oh, how powerful the mind is. And it just rolls off your tongue because we done said it so much. But again, seriously, you know, Earl reminds us how some of the most powerful things on the planet we have been given for free. And that's our mind, body and soul. Yet think about how we treat it. Think about how we always treat it as kind of like a a second coming to everything else. Whereas if we keep it that first, then everything else will then follow after. So that's again why we have to remember to keep that mind also, which is at the top of us. And then, you know, everything connected from there. Keep that on top as well. And so another analogy we can use that Earl gave here in this um, speech when it came to that mind is think about the the mind like land that is fertile okay now your this land your mind your land of your mind <laughs> um it will return whatever you plant right because that's what fertile land does you plant it it's going to grow now this land though it doesn't care what you plant it's fertile it's just ready to grow and whatever seeds you plant that's going to grow so now we've got this land in our mind that we're imagining now imagine you have two seeds one of those seeds is corn and one of those seeds is poisonous what do we think is going to happen we're going to grow a whole lot of corn and a whole lot of poison So that is, again, why it's so important for us to keep that mindset in our forefront. Because, yes, if you're planting corn, you're going to grow that corn. But if you're growing a poisonous seed right next to it, it doesn't matter. And it's so funny, um, Tiny, I know she's usually here in our book clubs. But, you know, in our raw Dow, we have that gardening chat. And uh, when she first has put all her fruits and vegetables and her seeds in the ground she had shared with the group and it's funny because she had her peppers right next to everything and even the peppers although they're not poisonous somebody had to let her know when the wind blows those pepper seeds are going to go everywhere and it's going to make everything around it hot so even if you want to you know take away the extremists of it being Uh, poisonous think about you plant a pepper seed next to your corn now you got hot corn now you got hot spinach (laughs) now you done heated up your whole garden because the pepper seeds are everywhere and they're just you know that's what happens when you plant vegetables next to the peppers as well so thinking again in these different kind of ways about our mind and again about how powerful it is and about how powerful the seeds we plant in it is. So thinking about that, you can plant clarity and a goal 
or you can plant confusion and anxiety. And this is where we're really shifting to now. And this is where our 30-day um, test is going to come to. Because I know, especially I'm happy Mimi's here, because I think usually her and I, you know, can be pretty optimistic, especially in the public eye, where it's, you know, we have a goal, we know what we got to do. But what are those things that you're still telling yourself? Are you still questioning? Are you still worrying? Are you still having anxiety? Are you still having doubts? Because if those are the things that you're thinking about, that's what you're still going to be reaping. And Earl spent so much time reminding us of that. Like, oh, if you spend today worrying, 30 days from now, you're going to still be living in worry because those are those seeds that you planted. So that's exactly, again, why mindset becomes so important. And and it's funny because he says, you know, have a cheerful mindset. And again, uh, and that's why I laugh because usually Mimi and I are these cheerful people. But I know when I'm amongst myself, I can be really hard on myself, you know. So maybe I'm not as cheerful as I want to be amongst myself. Again, when it's just me and my thoughts and what kind of seeds am I really growing? You know, because I'm a person that can think about all the different possibilities. But something my husband had to teach me was, what's the chances that that would happen though? Okay, you've thought about it, but now what are the chances that that's going to happen? And if it's the chances are low that it's not going to happen, don't worry yourself about it. Because now you're worrying yourself about it so much, now you done brought it to the light, right? And so again... One of those other things that Earl really reminded us is there are bigger laws than us out here. These are the laws of nature, right? We are natural human beings, right? So we can try and do everything we can, but there are laws outside of our being that we can't control. Like he gave an example, you walk to the top of a building and you walk off, you're going to go down. The same thing is, oh, whatever you put out, you're going to get back. So again, with your mindset, you want to constantly, constantly be in control. That's where this all leads as well. Yes, you want to have a positive mindset, but the key is to be in control of your thinking. You start having those questionable doubts. You replace those thoughts with what you want to be thinking about, with what you know you're heading towards instead of letting those worries and doubts start to consume and take the lead. Because if you let them, they will drive you in that direction. Um, so kind of going back into this book here, I said, um, or Earl says, most are working at 10% of their abilities as well. And I think this is something else that we talked about here before, right? Which is knowing that most people are only operating at 10% of their capabilities. So the choice becomes yours. You can plant those seeds in your mind and nurture it and it will happen. And I'm going to say that again because it's powerful. You have the choice. You can plant those seeds in your mind and it will happen. It's a law of nature. Again, those things we just talked about. You plant those seeds and you're nurturing them. How can you fail if you never stop? These are all the things we just talked about, not stopping. Even if you feel like you failed, understanding that's a lesson, waking up every day, still going towards that goal. How can you fail if you are always heading towards that goal? Because we've already established that 
that is the true measure of success is when you are heading in that direction to that goal. That is that success because you are living in that passion. So every single interaction that you have, every single, every single thing that you're doing is in that purpose. So how can you be uh, living in failure if what you're doing is living in your purpose and living in success in that moment? And I think that shift right there was just powerful enough, even for me just saying it again, like not letting success be at the end of the rainbow, but again, in that moment, because you are on that path and that is success enough because you've made that conscious decision to not conform and to believe in it, right? Because we already said success is the progression realization of a worthy ideal, so if the idea is worthy to you and you are pursuing it, you are successful for believing in yourself and having the courage not to conform and go after that. And that is successful enough. And again, that again starts putting you in these different brackets of, oh, now you're operating past that 10% of your capabilities. Now you're in that 5% of people that are working towards that goal and we already know you know there's not a lot of others that are doing that so it just becomes amazing once again you take that power and say hey i'm choosing to plant these seeds i'm watering these seeds and i'm heading in that direction no matter what so again in those moments imagine yourself even achieving these goals right worry Otherwise, you will worry yourself into an early grave instead of trusting laws that will take care of it for us. And you can go very spiritual with that as well because that's also what it was reminding me of. Um, and he, he, he tells you, you know, read the words of God, read the Bible, read whatever words of God mean that means to you because that's also what we're talking about here, especially when you listen to these laws of nature, whether that's the Ten Commandments for you people or whatever that may look like, we all understand that there are bigger laws that we are all trying to abide by in order to, you know, stay aligned with nature. So again, just trusting that and not worrying, that's how you have true faith right because purpose plus faith that's what matters living in your purpose and having faith in yourself seeing it through that's what this is all coming down to as well so again when we talk about taking control of our thinking Think about it like this, and then we're going to move into our 30-day test and what that's going to be like. So think about our powerful mind like this one last time. Think about it as a powerful car. Now, if you were sitting behind, I know for me, I think maybe a powerful car would be like a Lamborghini truck, right? Because those things are big and heavy and got a whole lot of engine, and you, you I got a left foot so you can't hit the gas too fast because then you're going to take off, right? But think whatever a powerful vehicle to you would be like, you know, because maybe, maybe we got people that are listening that are super sport car fanatics, you know, whatever the most powerful car is to you, think about that car. Now, if you were driving behind that car, you wouldn't be leaned back, one hand, cruising, relaxing. No, you would have two hands on it, driving it, because you know that's a powerful car. And you have to treat your mind the same way, knowing that your mind is driving you in the direction that you are headed so you can lean back chilling and let it do its own thing and see where you end up or you can take control of it and lead it in the direction that you know it's supposed to be going towards so 
for us to do this. And then also one little uh, good snippet from that, what, what a uh, quote that I got from that uh, speech was, don't build a stairway leading nowhere. Again, one of those quotes that hit me in the gut, like, ugh, how many times have we done that? You know, thinking, oh, well, we're just going to do this because whatever reason we, we're doing it for. And then we end up building a stairway that's leading nowhere. Right. So, again, having these goals is what makes that different because you're going to stay focused. So in order to do this challenge, all you need is a index card. If you don't have an index card, you can have a regular piece of paper. I would suggest maybe folding it up so you can keep it somewhere small, like in your wallet or a pocket, anything like that. Um, for me, I've got an index card, though, and I will be um, just keeping it close by. I usually have a pencil case that actually Mimi uh, sent me, and I'm usually in there just about every day. So that is where I will be keeping mine or maybe under my pillow. But again, just somewhere close. So get your index card and... Um, keep this in mind this isn't something that you have to do right now because you definitely want to reflect on it and you want to start when you are seriously going to start this 30-day series so moving into our 30-day test first and foremost remember our key every action has a reaction right these are those laws of nature that we are reminding ourselves of right every action has a reaction so right now we're talking about controlling our minds understanding that those actions in our mind have reactions also so and also not only that principle but also to accomplish something you must pay the price same thing as action reaction you want something you have to give something right so let's keep those two pillars in mind. So with that, uh, we are there are gonna be four things for this 30-day test that you want to kind of revisit. Now th that would be number one, you are what you think, okay? So number one, you are what you think. Take that serious this month. Again, we've, we've heard that many, many times, but seriously, take it serious you are what you think that negative thought that you're having that's what you're going to be becoming in 30 days you know if you allow that thought to fester so with that being said take it a step far further as you sow so shall you reap right so as you sow so shall you reap so understanding that and that oh what we are thinking is what we're becoming when we have that negative thought look at your index card and replace it with this positive thought and um on this index card let me also say what we should be doing write a specific goal and you have to be specific make it clear and make it direct is it more money a new home, a position, a harmonious family. And if you haven't, I definitely would encourage you to listen to the speech before you even write this new goal, right? Because he gives so many examples and will again bring all of this, this all together. But again, write one goal on the front, one very specific goal that you would like to accomplish. And I would say make it a make it a big goal, right? What is your purpose that you are driving towards right now? 
what is that very specific goal and write that on that index card, right? And so again, now we're moving into number two. So now we know we are what we think. We wanna keep our positive mind. So, oh, okay, well back to that number one statement. So again, once we have our purpose, when you have that negative thought that pops up that makes you question, look at that card if you must and think about what you are doing it for, what direction you're headed into and bring that back into that focus. Bring that back into, oh, you have already achieved this goal. Do not let those negative thoughts fester and take control of that moment. You take control of your mind and replace it with those positive thoughts of you being successful in that moment and being successful in that goal and achieving that goal, right? That's what this um, practice and this test is all about. When those negative thoughts pop up, you replace them with the thoughts that you want to have it filled. Maybe it's exploring those thoughts, you know, poking holes in it and dismantling it. And again, replacing it with something that makes more sense, right? And, and doing that in a way that makes sense to you. And that's where we come to, to number two, imagination. Cut feathers from the mind. Limitations are self-imposed. Again, limitations are self-imposed. And once we understand that, then the opportunities become beyond belief. So, you know, if, if those thoughts pop up, think about it. Okay, well, what if I am successful? And explore that and explore, okay, well, what if this does go great? And now I am further. And now what other possibilities can come? Think, shift your mind and start looking at the other possibilities that can come from it and now see how many more opportunities you started to open up and how you can start to eliminate all those limits that you are trying to set for yourself and then number three comes that courage so now we've already seen you know we are what we think we're trying to think positive our, we have our imagination that has our back helping us, you know, see more and more possibilities that are coming about as we're exploring more and more positive ideas of us actually being successful. And I continue to say positive because I know normally we're like, oh, well, you know, we don't want to positivity isn't everything. You know, sometimes it's about being realistic as well. Yes, that's true. But it's also about training. So right now we are training our minds to think positively, right? We, are, we have to train our minds to do that as well. Otherwise, you can come from situations that have trained you to think negatively, that have trained you to think uh, critically and just super harsh. So you are just going through 30 days of just training your mind to think in a more positive manner. Be cheerful. He said be cheerful so many times that just really made me laugh where it's like, seriously though, like be cheerful and you will become one of those cheerful people that you walk past that just is like, wow, they must be having an amazing day. Although they could be having the absolute worst day of their life because it's all about that mindset right and they constantly choose to be cheerful in that moment anyways regardless and again we can have those same choices when we take control of our minds to do that so that's where courage comes in have the courage to think positively on your own problems think about goals from all possible angles and solutions no circumstances can stop you and when problems arise 
act decisively on your problems and solutions, okay? And trust that you are standing in your own pile of diamonds. Whoo! When he said that, I'm telling you, that one almost took me out. Like, trust that you are standing in your own pile of diamonds right now. When you are on that path, again, that's when it always comes down to having that goal, being en route to that goal. And if you're doing that, you are standing in that pile of diamonds, which means you are a success right now. And so again, when you're doing all of things, everything will just continue to reassure that and reconfirm that. And then the last thing he said, um, aside from courage, was save. Now you need to put a little action behind that. And it says save 10% of what you earn. Okay? So our challenges, again, so for the these 30 days, what we're going to be doing is thinking positively about who we are, using our imagination uh, to help with our um, limitations and seeing the opportunities in every opportunity, um, having courage to think positively on our problems and trusting that um, no circumstances are stopping us and saving 10%, doing a little extra to actually save. You know, whatever you're earning, save 10% of that as well. And then at the end of that, you know, you'll be able to reflect in 30 days and see what kind of seeds you have sown at that point. And it's going to be a, a great to see, uh, something great to see. And I'll leave on this note as well, is what do you have to lose by doing this challenge? What do you have to lose yet everything to gain by setting out a goal and setting towards that goal on a very determined path on not settling until you've actually accomplished it and putting in the daily work to think about that goal and remind yourself of that goal and continuously be towards that goal and um, grow some good habits in, in the meantime. So on that note, I'm going to end there and we will pick up on um, our next meeting and actually talk about how we felt about doing this challenge. I know we will only be like two weeks in at that point, but at that point we can talk about how we're feeling, some of the things that may help others that may be picking up that challenge. So Mimi, I know I've kind of went on a whole tangent here, but did you have anything that you wanted to add about anything I've mentioned today or about our challenge coming up? I do not. Oh my God. I'm excited. Yeah. I can, I can add that. I'm excited for those. Perfect. Good. Yes. Um, I, I was taking notes over here, so I'm ready. Yes, perfect. And when you re-listen again, he will make that um, challenge super clear. And again, it's one of those, he was so funny, like, yes, listen to this. Like, listen to, you know, when once you start having those moments and you need some more motivation, some more inspiration, like, use this month to reignite that fire, right? Remotivate you to get into those goals and accomplish those goals and being goal driven so i'm excited too i still have like half a page of notes but i'm like you know let me wrap up there on on that challenge and then we can touch base then you know talking about how that challenge was like and um just diving more into this mindset and how powerful we feel being in control of our minds at that point so 
everybody listening, be on the lookout for that next um, meeting that we'll be having on two Tuesdays from now. So we do meet on the second and fourth Tuesdays of each month. So that'll be on the 28th. Um, and again, if you'd like to be a part of the conversation, um, follow me on Instagram. I guess that'd be the best way. Mocaso underscore of underscore NFTs. And we'll get you into the book club so that you can start being a part of this conversation. Because I know next week or two weeks from now, when me and Mimi are diving into this um, challenge and what it's been like, it's going to be great. So we appreciate you all for listening. And uh, Mimi, I appreciate you for being here. And we'll see you guys soon. Peace.